Lights, action, performance. It's time to showcase yourself with us. It's the Entertainment Biz Podcast. So Ellen Lorena is on the podcast for today. So nice to have you here. Uh, so when did this musical journey begin? Uh, was it something you discovered by accident or something you always wanted to do? So I sounds very cliche, but I've always been interested in music. I've always been someone, even as a child, I was always wanting to be in the plays, wanting to be in the choir, wanting to sing. And my family were very supportive of that. So at the age of five, six, I was given a little tape recorder to record things on and to listen to music. And it was one of those ones that had like a little microphone as well. So you could record stuff. It was one of those old school Fisher Price ones. And, and since then, you know, I've just always loved doing music for me and creating music, creating, creating songs. And a lot of the songs have always got my backstory attached to them. Um, the more serious uh, writing happened when I came to the Academy of Contemporary Music when I was 18. I came there to study and I think that's when I sort of decided this is really what I want to do. Before that, it was in school, in the play, in the musical, but I wasn't known really as someone who was musical. I, I loved music, I enjoyed it, but I was probably a bit too shy to do it. I was a bit scared about what people would think. And then I came to a music college and thought, you know what, this is, you know, it was the right decision. It was, it was definitely the right decision to make to come to ACM. And it was after then, really, that I decided this is what I want to do. I started writing. I started collaborating with other artists. And and here I am, I guess. So it was, it's was it been a long process, of course, and it's still going. It's still evolving, and I'm still learning as I go, which is always, always helpful <laughs> in this day and age to keep with the times because the music industry is forever evolving. Um, but that, that, in a nutshell, I would say is how I started and how I sort of became and evolved and moved forward. I believe at the start when I was in school, I was enjoying more classical music. And then I found a love for pop music and I was like, that was it. <laughs> I've, I've always been a, like, a lover of sort of the Beatles, Michael Jackson, that kind of thing, the really old school vibe. Um, and I incorporate quite a lot of that in my um, more electro style stuff, um, more of the old school kind of feel as well. I always like having a bit of a, a remembering the old school sort of songs that influenced me to become me I guess. <laughs> so then tell me about some of your musical influences and what do you remember listening to? So yeah my, my, parent, my parents were into music so my dad was always listening to Led Zeppelin and uh, what else did he listen to a lot of the Beatles we were always listening to the Beatles in the car um, my mum Pink Floyd flan, fan um, not flan I'm thinking of food <laughs> um, what else did she like I mean again it was the Beatles it was Yellow Submarine you know the old school sort of feel uh, Elkie Brooks, that was another one that was in the car on the way to school. So my parents had good taste. So I was lucky on the way to school, we'd be listening to Black Dog and <laughs> things like that. And so I got a good culture. Uh, there was, uh, I mean, there wasn't much Greek influence in there. We didn't really listen, even though my, my dad was Greek, we didn't really listen to Greek music when I was growing up. It was definitely the majority of it was, you know, more English, American style music that we were listening to, definitely. Um, but yeah, they're not musical though. They never were. Um, my granddad was. He played the piano. He won a few awards for that, and no one else apart from myself <laughs> really that did it. I guess seriously in the family. So we're talking to Eleanor Rona today on the podcast. So what was your first break then, Eleanor? It was a short drama called Float, and one of my songs called Eyes on You actually made the cut and was played at the end of the film, which was amazing. 
I'll absolutely, I'll never forget that being told by the director and the music supervisor that they'd picked my song out of quite a few to represent the end of this film, which was a drama. And it was amazing to hear that, to watch it and hear it at the same time and hear my voice. They actually played a lot of my voice. Uh, ITV This Morning has played a couple of my songs as well. And to have Philip Schofield say he liked my song and thank, he thanked me for one of my songs, I was like, oh, OK. It, it reminded me that I'm doing it for the right reasons. And it reminded me that, OK, I'm on the right track. Because there's a, you've always got to think if people people have... There's always that worry as being a musician, are people going to like this? Is it going to sell? Are, are people going to dig this? Or are they going to think, what is she doing? So having someone so high up thank me for a song that I'd done was was pretty surreal as well, actually. That would be my biggest achievement musically, I believe, to date at the moment. Here's a good question for you. How would you like your music to be received? The BBC Introducing have been really supportive um, since about 2013, They've always been playing my stuff. They've always been contacting me to say, oh, you know, if you've got anything else, send it through, which is always very nice. It's good to make a rapport with these people, obviously. And to have that support in the local area, Radio Woking, um, there's a lot of other Brookwood radio. There's so many other radios that I can sit here and name um, that have just always been there supporting me and following me. And constantly, whenever I bring a new track out, they will always play it. They will always plug it. And it's it's been a really good journey so far. I've really enjoyed the journey, I have to say. I've, I've had a great time. I've met a lot of amazing people. I've met a lot of um, different people, quite eccentric people through my journey. But it's been a great laugh. It's been, yeah, I can't really ask for much more, really, because I've had a really good run so far. Got to ask you this question. As I ask many musicians, what does music bring to you? That's an awesome question. So for me, it's a healthy outlet. Um, I do suffer with mental health a lot. I have a lot of anxiety. I've been diagnosed with anxiety, depression. And that outlet for me is the healthiest thing I've been addicted to in my whole life. <laughs> I've really enjoyed doing what I do. And for me, it just brings me happiness. It brings me a purpose. It also, to help other people through my, my artistry is always a thing, a goal that I have. And to be able to say I can do that is an amazing achievement. I to me, to help that one person through a struggle that they might have that's set the same as me is bigger than selling out Wembley. Here's a good question for you. How would you like your music to be received? I would like my music to be received positively. I would also like it to be received correctly as well. So if anyone ever felt that they had, they wanted to reach out to me and say, you know what, this song really helped me or this song could be better if you did this and that and the other. I mean, again, it's, again, they always say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So in an ideal world, I'd like it to be received positively and I'd like it to be utilised in a positive manner and a healthy manner to help someone with a struggle. Very surreal feeling. So, to, I mean, for me, it was ecstatic, excitement. And I guess the younger version of me was thanking me for carrying on because being an artist or, you know, someone in the limelight is very difficult sometimes it's it can have its times where you feel really stuck and you you question what you're doing it for and you question is this the right path it's always a question <laughs> and to have people from that sort of caliber and that sort of high up level want to include your music in something that they could have used anything for is always very nice because it means that you're on the right track and it's playable it's radio ready it's tv ready and that for me is a an amazing achievement and something that I'm very grateful that's happened in my life. 
So as we record this podcast for today, uh, we're in the midst of Christmas. So tell me about this current single, This Christmas. Okay, so This Christmas is about feeling good enough by yourself. So when I wrote the song, um, as you can imagine, I went through a breakup and um, the last Christmas before that, I'd spent it with him and his family. And then after that, it was the breakup and it was like, you know what? No, I'm going to do this myself I'm going to I'm going to get through this myself and I'm going to spend Christmas with me and I'm going to keep my integrity because things sometimes don't end the way you want them to and the song itself was written with my band at the time and it was written with uh, another gentleman called Chris Snelling and for me it was like (laughs) it was a positive song I wanted to have a positive message you know it had that Christmas sort of feel but then if you live it's like an onion this is how I explain it to people you, you take away the layers and actually there's a meaning behind it. It's a jolly Christmas song, but actually it's about being an independent person and going, you know what, that wasn't good enough for me. I'm not going to hold on to that. I hope this person well, but I'm going to keep moving forward and find myself. So how long did that take you to write? When I was writing it, I, I think I wrote it in about half an hour because I was so like, I, you know, I had it in my head and I was like, this is how I'm feeling right now. Sometimes a song could come out in about yeah half an hour. Other times... It's taken me a year to write a song before finish. <laughs> in a different way, it might take a little bit longer. Sometimes I'm very critical of myself as well. If I'm having a good day, the song will be done. And then I'll look back at it going, oh, God, what was I thinking when I wrote that? It all really depends on how I'm feeling and what the feel of the song is. But on average, I believe it would take me about a couple of months, let's say, on average, to finish a song and get it out there and release it into public. The melody comes first for me, and then the words will always follow after. So... The melody will always be something that will be in my head and it will be just stuck there. Sometimes I hear songs in my dreams. I know that sounds silly, but I'll hear a melody in my dream and I'll wake up in the night, get my phone and go, right, record that. I've, had, I've done that before and I've gone, that is, you know, in your head you think, oh, that's good. I'll, I'll make sure I get that down. For me, it's always the the melody or the top line melody that comes. So the tune above it, all the instruments in my head will come first and then everything else will come later. Yeah, I mean, with a lot of people, I think with me, a lot of people think that it might be the word, but it's a lot of the time it's not. Sometimes I'll get a few words in my head and go, oh, I'll write those down just in case something comes of it. But the, the majority of the time, it's the, the timing and the melody that will come first. Got to ask you this question. What's your favourite Christmas song ever recorded and why? <laughs> so for me, it will be the corniest song. I don't want a lot for Christmas from uh, all I want for Christmas from um, Mariah Carey. The reason why is because when I was in when I was in school, I wasn't I didn't really fit in very well. And I remember the first thing I sang in public was that song. And I remember just feeling myself for the first time ever. And I felt included and I felt part of something. And that song will always remind me of just being like, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get out of my comfort zone. I'm going to sing at the Christmas concert sod what people think and that kind of just like then I guess paved the way for me wanting to be on stage and going you know what I feel complete when I'm on stage I feel I don't feel like this shy child anymore I don't feel like this scared outcast because a lot of the people in school weren't very nice to me because I was a bit different and then going on stage the the nervousness would just go and this diva would come out (laughs) and that song for me it was the Christmas concert and the teachers were a bit worried about making like letting me sing it because they were worried I might stutter I might stop but then I just sort of blasted it out and then everyone was like whoa like she can sing and and that song every time I hear it I just remember being like thank you for 
that song because it it brought me out my comfort zone and it made me feel something and the song is so nice actually itself it's very cheesy but it's so loving and so warm <laughs> that's been a troubling time for most people across the world so plans for 2021 then Eleanor so my plans for 2021 are to carry on doing exactly what I'm doing now and hopefully with the vaccine and everything that's going forward at the moment we'll be able to gig again we'll be able to get out there again I've got a new guitarist who hasn't gigged with me before in public, but he's really good and I'm really excited to get him out there. And I guess my plan for 2021 is to make more stripped back music. I've had a lot of great feedback for the Christmas song and I've got another song coming in January, which is very stripped back as well. It's ambient, And I'm finding a little bit of a niche with that. I'm enjoying doing it. And I think 2021 will be my time to really get to know my voice. A lot of the time, I think, before I was quite nervous about showing my voice without much effect and um, my voice was basically a machine behind the instruments and now I'm going you know what I'm going to show this to people now I'm going to showcase this and I think 21 2021 because 2020 stripped me of that completely of being able to gig and being able to get out there and do things I I think now I'm like I'm ready now to to showcase that because I haven't been able to for the last year or so so now it's like I'm gonna do more of that sort of stuff um and I guess 2021 is also going to bring a lot of positivity for everybody and music I mean music will never die of course but music's going to come back we're going to be able to gig and I'm planning on releasing an EP in March April time which is going to be very stripped back acoustic style. So Eleanor tell me about the Miss Great Britain and being a finalist. Yeah, so um, I'm a finalist for Miss, Miss Great Britain again. I placed third in Miss Publicity in 2020 this year. So for 2021, I'm a finalist again, and I'm so excited. I'm really happy and really grateful that they've um, selected me out of all these young ladies to, to, to compete again. The last time I did it was so liberating. It was so much fun. All the ladies were so nice. There were so many different shapes, sizes, personalities, ethnicities. It was not what I was expecting a pageant to be like at all. And I think the organisers have done an amazing job of including everyone. And I'll always say that inclusion is key and inclusion is something that I've never felt all my life. And being in that group of girls uh, we were all just so happy to be there you know there was not not that competition everyone looked so different and glamorous in their own way and it was really liberating and lovely to see and I'm just so happy that I've been selected again I'm um, being sponsored by my own um, company which is a mental health forum which is great because I'm incorporating my mental health experience and my music into this entry and I'm going in as me which is also a very important thing I'm I've got my blinkers on and I'm, I'm doing me which for me Maybe five years ago, I might not have been doing in that way. <laughs> yes, yeah, so um, my name is Eleanor Ramona. I'm a singer-songwriter based in Guildford, and this song is called This Christmas. Took me for a ride, yeah. Didn't even compromise. I look for validation in every single situation. I will blame the broken promises and lies that you told me. Deserve a thousand times the man that you show me.
stability and fell for you unconditionally. I will blame the shame you put me through. Now we're through. Thanks for listening. We very much hope you've been entertained. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page at Entertainment UK. You'll find all our podcasts at buzzpodcast.co.uk.